Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our illustrious producer, Cal Hunter. Yes, he is our good friend. Listen, uh, you know, what we like to do is case or no case immediately, but we we need to follow up on Hour 1, and we hope... You're uh, listening to us from Hour 1. If not, you can go to www.radiolawtalk.com and listen to our podcasts. They usually go up Monday or Tuesday after uh, our show. And so you can hear the whole uh, uh, show in an entirety because we are three hours live Pacific time every Saturday. And I'm telling you, this is very interesting stuff. And then we're going to finish up with this, Cal, and then we're going to get to um, our case or no case. Uh, again, I want to welcome KREI Super Talk Radio, 800 AM in Farmington, Missouri, our newest and latest and greatest uh, friends that follow us and are uh, pushing us out to the to the people that that, that enjoy our our show. As bad as you know, as much as we pat ourselves. For some reason, this is a good show. I don't know what happened. I think it's because Denise. But so let's go back to the Cosby case. Right now, the Supreme Court's going to hear some issues, but we're not going to discuss those. Is that correct? Up to the Supreme Court? It's a, uh, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Yeah, but but what it's going to hear is a little bit different than I'm going to talk about. But I want to talk about these issues. And as Denise brought out properly. They lost on the appellate court, Cosby's team. We're going to discuss why they lost this. But this is a very, very interesting scenario. Okay, so let's back up. In the Cosby deal, they're coming to prosecute him. But you know what? The DA, the district attorney, says, you know what? I'll tell you what, Bill. We're not going to prosecute you, okay? But um, now this is where there's a there's a question as to what happened or, or how it happened. It, it was... So the the DA and in his testimony later on in the criminal trial, because the DA wasn't the DA at the time that prosecu- that Cosby was prosecuted, he testified that it was kind of a secret deal. Okay, well yeah, let's back it's up. A secret so, deal. Yeah. So, so so the deal 
it, uh, Bruce Castor is the right. is the a guy. A handshake saying. deal, kind of. It was a handshake deal, and he testified at the uh, at the hearing or in, that, in the trial. What, he, yeah. what he testified to was, look, he told Cosby, um, "I won't prosecute you if you go ahead and go through and testify in the civil case." And he said his reason for doing that was because. He thought it would make the victim a millionaire, and he wanted to help her out by helping her in the civil case versus the criminal case. Okay, yeah, so let's back up. So what happens is they, they're, they're not, they decide that not to go forward with him. And you're talking about testimony. So, so, We're going to get so to that testimony. the Pennsylvania DA's office that right. ultimately prosecuted Cosby at one time under a different DA, right. elected DA, made an agreement with Cosby and his lawyers to not prosecute him in exchange for him going forward with a civil deposition Correct. in a case happening out in California. Where he would have normally pled the fifth yes. and not said anything, but he went ahead and did it and implicated himself in some things that was later brought up at his criminal trial by the new administration district attorney's office. And let's go let's go through those facts. Yes. So the original DA that was the handshake deal that allowed Cosby say, you know what? feel more comfortable, I now can go out because I'm not going to be criminally prosecuted, and I'm going to answer the questions in the civil case. That DA has, don't forget, they are elected, and so someone runs against him. Another guy comes in and says, you know what, I'm going to run against you, and I'm going to try to win and become the next DA and, and knock you off your, your, your platform. And he loses. Why does he lose? The DA that was the handshake deal with Cosby, brought up the fact that this other guy trying to become DA had an affair with an individual in his office and basically talked about how unscrupulous he was. And and so that was a big deal, and he lost. The new DA that came in to try to become the, the DA lost. Okay, Now, go forward, the original DA with the handshake deal, I'm going to call him the handshake deal with Cosby, steps down and is done, and the DA that ran against him becomes a judge. And guess who's Cosby judges? This DA that did not like the original DA that he ran against uh, because he brought up some smut about him. So guess what? During the Cosby trial, the original DA that did the handshake deal comes to testify. And guess who's the judge on the case? The judge is the same guy clearly was not happy with that DA that ran against him. And the judge did what? He did not disclose it, right, Denise? He did not disclose. Now, judges have to disclose if they have a potential conflict um, and an actual conflict. Um, And they have to step down if there's an actual conflict or if there's actual bias. In this particular case, because of the past political aspirations of the judge um, and with the main witness in Cosby's case, um, that should have been disclosed right off the bat. But when that was appealed by Cosby's team to the Court of Appeals in Pennsylvania, the Court of Appeals said, nope, Bill Cosby knew of these facts, and he did not request the judge to recuse himself soon enough. So he lost the right to raise that um, at the high court level. When you say um, he, it's probably his lawyers. Well, yeah. it, 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 it could be his lawyers, and yeah. it's not clear if Cosby actually knew about this political battle and, and these other facts, but clearly 
at some point it became um, disclosed, and they should have brought up the conflict with the judge and immediately requested the judge to recuse now, himself. Now we've gone over. If this. they had done that, yes. then the, it would have been ripe in the appeal, and it could all go all the way up. But because it was deemed to be too late to raise that issue in the appellate level, it's not going up to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Now I don't remember because again we've we've gone through this over the years. It's in our podcast. You can go back and just search. Bill Cosby and listen to our podcast, but there were some rulings that that judge did concerning the testimony that hurt Cosby. In other words, the ruling when the DA came up, the former DA to testify, I believe that I, I've got to look that up. I believe there were some rulings that the judge didn't allow him to testify about a few things or I've got to go back. I don't well, want to. I think it was jury instructions, wasn't it, in what, terms of what what impact the non-prosecution agreement what, what, would be? One, one of the issues that was a a big issue here was the first one was a hung jury, if I remember. Right. Okay. It was. It was a hung jury, <laughs> and and they only allowed a certain number of prior bad acts evidence well, to that's, come in. That's what this appeal is okay. about now. It is. It is. They only allowed a certain number of prior bad acts evidence to come in. So then, when they retried it. The prosecution said, all right, let's 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 address the amount of prior bad acts we can allow in. And the judge says, okay, I'll allow more in. Right. It's, it's, and like this it time three. it was five. And this yeah. time it was five. Yeah. And it so was two it was like, or three before. I think and, it was only two. And, and so, so, the, so the question here from the defense would be, wait a second, judge. If on the first trial you ruled that it would be prejudicial, too prejudicial to allow any more than one prior bad act or two. piece to come in, one or two, if you ruled that way the first trial – how is it that after a, a mistrial, because the jury couldn't reach a verdict, how is it that now, months later, it is not too prejudicial to the jury to allow four or five, five. or six? Yeah. How, right. how come that's not – what's the problem here? And that's going to be an issue that the Supreme Court's going to have to yeah, address. Yeah, and with, with, with the hung jury portion of it, that was exactly what the first DA was hoping to avoid because it was a he said, she said kind of argument. He wasn't going to prosecute Cosby. Hey, Cosby, go take care of it you know, civilly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so you can see all of that kind of playing out now in this in this second trial. So this is interesting. We're going to follow up with that as uh, the weeks go on, but we're going to come back with Case or No Case. We'll be right back. You are tuned into Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on many great radio stations all across this land of ours. We'll be right back. Hold on. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Today, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Boys are weird. Oh, that's stone. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Um, I'm doing a, a tweet and an Instagram out uh, really soon here while case uh, or no case is going to start going. And it's about Cal. So um, 
while you got get this rolling, uh, I'm going to. I think we should just call it a tweetogram. You don't have to. Not need to okay. say a, okay. a tweet and just call it a tweetogram. You okay. get both of them in there. Well, you could do Instagram at Radio Law Talk. Our Twitter account is Radio Law Talk. Facebook Radio Law Talk. Go to our social media, and you're going to see something. But I'm going to I'm going to post something, and then I'll ask a question. Pose a question of our producer after go. I pose it. Let's go. Here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. I sense latent hostility over not scoring points. Anyway. (laughs) And now Case or No Case. I demand a recount. (laughs) That's right. There is a collection of photographs taken between 1950 and 1994 of Sam Walton as he was getting his first Walmart built up in Arkansas and then the Walton family living out the American dream. And the photos became the topic of hot discussion. They were taken by Robert Huff, a studio owner. He owned Bob Studio Photography in Fayetteville, 35 miles down the road from where the Walton family lived. One day, the family lawyer got a call from a research firm. And the lawyer thought, you know, there might be some potentially commercial shots in there of Sam that various news agencies might find valuable. And those pictures are ours, and we want them. So he demanded that Mr. Huff give him back the prints, the negatives, and the proofs. Mr. Huff had since died, but Huff's son David and mother said that over the years they shot hundreds of photos of the Waltons. They were shot at the request of the Waltons without a contract. And now the Waltons are suing the photographer's widow and son David Huff's a good way that it is a case. But I want you to, this is just going to be a two-pointer case and outcome. The Waltons are suing the photographer's widow and the son David Huff to get the picture negatives, proofs, and prints. They said no. The Walton sought legal counsel, and so I ask you, what do you think would be the outcome of this case and why? And I started with you, Todd, last time. So, Denise, I guess we're going to go with you. What's, what's your sense of this? Um, no contract. Well, usually, generally speaking, the photographer keeps the rights to his own proofs, no matter who the pictures are. Um, and that if they are resold or anything like that, it has to have the name of the photography or the photographer owner on it um so there's what state is this arkansas arkansas oh so this is the waltons 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 exactly okay and so you've got to remember the waltons own arkansas <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know what influence <laughs> that, that, that would have right yes right. and and so then it's the waltons versus the Bob state huff. of huff yeah. and his family members basically as a state correct to get back the proofs and the prints everything yeah right. okay negatives proofs and prints right it's a case, right? You already said that. Yep. Um, I would say that I think the Waltons lose. Stalling at its I best. do. How about it's not a stall? <laughs> that... Restated the entire case, but yes, go on. I did? <laughs> yes, but okay. I, I, I well, think. She has to think, she has to think about these things. I have to get the facts things. right. <laughs> Okay. I'm a fast I, person. I love you guys. Don't know this is the be- always between me and Denise. They sit opposite the table. The best I just, banter, isn't we it? We just love to watch <laughs> the two of them go at it. <laughs> so is this a case? This is a case. You said okay. So I've already got that because you said it was a case. What else you, did you? What else do you and say? You that wonder I can why Todd's divorced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, look, nobody wonders why I'm divorced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, well I would beg to differ on that point. Okay, Fred. So oh, <laughs> what say I, you? And I know Denise doesn't want me. I am following exactly in her. It is a case. Thank you. Glad we got that figured out. <laughs> I say Sam Walton loses just because it's it's not it's not newsworthy if the Wal- if Sam Walton's family wins. Sam Walton's family loses and the photographer gets to keep <gasps> everything. Oh no. Mm. 
Hmm. I just thought of something else. Okay, Mr. Cunin, what say you? And then we'll hear from Denise's, uh, but I didn't really mean that. Okay, so so let me see if I let me see if I understand this question. Oh, stop! <laughs> Come on, answer right. the question. Let, answer listen, the case. Listen, I, my gut wants me to agree with everything Denise said because I, I think that the photographer owns the copyright, and and unless it, it, absent an agreement that specifically undoes that, which happens naturally, he owns it. However. I am so far behind Denise in points, I have to go the opposite and say the Waltons win this one. Well, I think he actually has a good point, and, I'll, and I'm not changing my answer, although I would if I could, and that is because the photographer died. So is the rights, do the rights go on to the estate, or is it a personal right oh, to the photographer? Ooh, 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 good one, Denise. Good catch. So I, I, good. I'm still going the Waltons win. All right, let's roll it, Cal. Tell okay. us what happens. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. Uh, the ever-cheap Waltons... Well, don't tell, tell me, say what... Okay, I guess... The yeah. ever-cheap Waltons offered the Huffs $2,000 for everything. What? <laughs> and the Huffs said, nice try. They stormed out in a Huff. <laughs> or was it a Buick? Anyway, the point is, the Waltons went to court. Huff claims he had copyright. He filed a counterclaim asking the judge to stop messing him over. So what happened is... They settled out of court. Oh. The Waltons get loan access to the photographs, but they still belong to the Huff family. So, and Denise, now we got it. And are now placed in the oh. Walton Family Museum. But guess what? The photographer still owns them, and we said the Waltons lose. Yeah, because this was the, the thing. Lose. What he was good about in the, in the uh, actions surrounding the case was he said, first off, I told them it was copyrighted. I gave them information. Mm -hmm. When we took every picture, we said, this is copyrighted information. You, you can't have it. That's not how this works. And so these are mine. I'm keeping these. But you want prints? You pay me for them? I mean, that's how he justified charging for prints was mm -hmm. that they belonged to him, right? Yes. So he said, I told them that. They were very clear on that. But the lawyer said, but this is Sam Walton, man. Come on. This is great an exception, judge. And the judge in Arkansas said, you know, Sam may have a lot of power, but in this courtroom, not so much as you might think. So... Uh, so the Waltons, nice. they sat down and they said, let's settle this up. So everybody who said it was a case, you were all right. But the Denise and I get the extra point because we said the Waltons lose, which they, even though they settled, they lose well, because they, they, well, they I, did I not, know. they were not able to get. I don't know. If they, if, if, if they settled, they settled because they saw something as a win for them not taking it to court. I don't know. <laughs> Did the plaintiff get everything they were asking for? All I Not if it was a settlement. Cal leaves it open for us. We're going to be back after this. We're going to talk about the Disney picture concerning about, uh, what was it called? It's called... Uh, it was two, The Longest Yard. Longest Yard, that's and, right. And there was one other one, but yeah. We're going to talk about that when we come back. <laughs> Stay tuned. More video lot talk coming up. Next time, we take you from the Waltons to Lee Iacocca on Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. 
So they called this company they heard on the radio called the Tax Doctor. And the Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. Eight hundred two nine six twelve fifty two eight hundred two nine six one two five two. Emmy Ad Council. Is this real life? Oh come on. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. You know, during the break, we always look at stuff. You know, I just wonder one thing. You know, I, I you know, news media. Why is it that you know? Well, Obama thinks that, I, who cares? And I don't want to know what George Bush thinks either. You know what? I, you know what? When, when the president, I'm sorry, I'm not getting political. We are politically neutral, but I don't care what George Bush says right now, nor Obama. You know? It's whoever's nor the president. Nor their spouses. Yeah. It's just like, kind of like, that's just so, I don't know. I just think it's like, you know what? Um, I don't want to hear what uh, either of those two have to say about anything. Yeah, for, for a while there, it was the tradition that outgoing presidents just stayed not, silent. Yeah, they're supposed they to. They stayed silent. It's, yeah. not, it's not that it wasn't a written rule. It was just sort of yeah. like baseball has their unwritten rules of the game. It was one of those things that happened. And, well, but they do have now. a right to have an opinion and uh, to say stuff. And yeah. absolutely. We, and that is. But it is. It's like, come on, man. You And, and I don't. I'm Bush, too. It's just, you know, uh, you know, let's not talk. Didn't you have your time on the stage already? Yeah, it's my turn. And of course, yeah. it's my turn. For the yeah. most part, Bush stayed pretty silent during the Obama years. He hey, didn't come out. Hey, and say Denise a whole and Todd. Lot, well, they were they were actually quite good friends. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. associate went to so. a lot of events, but in terms of him second guessing Obama on political matters or mm-hmm. judicial picks, he, he just that. didn't do that. Yeah. Well, it didn't yeah. in yeah. the past. Yeah. In yeah. the past, with many of the presidents, it wasn't like that. I would say yeah. with all. I think it's, yeah. I think things are, and it's not necessarily again a Democrat Republican thing. I think, like you said, it's changing. Everything's yeah. changing now because of all the social media. Denise, would you support me if I ran for president? Sure. Of what? How about you? <laughs> no, I would not. Oh, I, I would not because I am your friend, and I don't think that you would like all of the crap that comes along I with would that position. never just so you know yes I will never run for any I don't I want nothing to do with politics yeah. and offices believe me it just would drive that would drive me crazy that would just drive me crazy I think oh. you would love it a lot I didn't I think tell it you it my history interesting do you guys know my history did you know that I was the chairman of a, a pretty large city out here in California 
the chair of their um, something, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Not the city council, the um, planning planning commission. commission. Okay, yeah. Oh, why can't I think? So I was the, the chair of the planning commission for years of this big city, and then they asked me they want me to run for mayor and wanted <laughs> me to run for uh, city council. Why, did, why did Denise just start I laughing? <laughs> and I, I looked at myself, I took it to my wife, and I was like, no. And I said, yeah, I agree. I don't want anything to do with politics. It's so hard to get in politics. Oh. I, I don't know. What's the reward? Well, there is none. I'll tell, I'll tell you, in a, in a smaller community, the reward is community service. The downside is if you make unpopular decisions, it can cost your business. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're a small businessman, you want to go be the mayor, you sell insurance, you make an unpopular decision, all of a sudden your insurance business starts to go yeah, away. That's true too. It's a difficult situation. Look, when I was when I was married, I never won any votes in the household. I don't see why that would change if I ran for political office. So you're office. used to it, yeah. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, now that I'm single, I'm a dictator. I like it. That's just not popular in America, so I'll just stay to myself. <laughs> there you it's go. a good call, Tom. <laughs> Denise could run. So uh, the longest yard is no? pretty cool. Have you guys seen The Longest Yard? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the uh, the football the, the football Reynolds, remake yeah. of the Burt Reynolds movie where the yep. prison, prisoners took on the prison guards in the football Chris game. With Chris Rock, and Chris yep. Rock is in yep. it. So there's – go ahead. And then there's another movie involved called Invincible, right. and that was with Mark Wahlberg. That was right. based on a true story. It was. So the a player by the name of Daryl Hammond – um, was one of the extras, or not extras? He was one of the play, one of the. Yeah, he was. The, a, he was the, an extra. The, he didn't have any speaking yeah, lines. Yeah, he didn't have it, but he was one of the ones yeah. playing the football, and um, he played in uh, the Arena Football League for 12 years, I believe, um, 15 years. Um, as he, he's a big guy, some sort of lineman. I don't know if he's offense or defensive lineman, and um, apparently during this time period when he was on the show, uh, the Longest Yard. He was told by Disney executives that what he what they're alleging is that he was uh, told to basically uh, um, go through and basically hit hard, make it look real, and and repeatedly um, do that repeatedly, for different takes. Yes, that's exactly right for different takes. And they're claiming, and he died, died, and they finally died from the concussion syndrome. Yes. Um, and that this was part of the cause of his death. And they're suing Disney, and apparently they are suing co-defendant. Uh, they are suing the Arena League. Is that correct? Yeah, they, they've yeah. they've got. Um, oh, I, I'm looking here at the complaint, and it's the family of Daryl Hammond, the deceased, is suing. Ah, it looks like about a dozen different entities, right. including professional sports clubs who are associated with the Arena Football League, as well as um, movie studios that were associated with the production of these films. Oh, Cal's got his hand up. That no, I have a question for you, Mr. Yes. Coonan, may I? And that is, if a guy's been playing football for 12 years, that means probably four years of college, probably four years of high school. He's been playing 20 years of football. How can you honestly say that it was the head contact when they were filming a movie I that know the caused answer. this damage I know the that answer. caused him to lose his life? That's just my question. Todd, yeah. I'm the host. but have the but, Please, but go, ahead, go please, ahead. Go can, ahead. Uh, the answer is you throw everybody in that may have caused a little bit of the damage, and that's why there's so Remember, many Remember, the concussions are cumulative. So it's that's all, my point. Everybody's yeah. thrown in. So everybody everybody's. has a piece of that yes. action, if you will. So all of these repeated actions accumulate in an action on the film, allegedly, that causes him to lose his life. So why are they suing the film? They? Because they're one of many people. They're not yeah. only suing them. Yeah, they're yeah. saying everybody come. It's like Cal, a guy's laying on the ground and he dies, and everybody hits him once. You know, or watch something and hits him. You it, know, it, it, what? I know that's that sounds morbid, but everybody that hit him 
they're going to bring in the lawsuit, right? Sure. And, and, and you have yeah. to remember, the more defendants, what does that mean? The more the cost of defense. So you get more insurance companies involved. People are going to throw money at it. I'm going to spend thirty, forty thousand dollars easy on defending myself. Let me throw it their Let's way. Just give them the forty thousand. Exactly. As, the, home, right? as right. the personal injury lawyer in here, guess what? Also. They start pointing the finger at each other, and they battle amongst each other as defendants, and you sit back as the plaintiff and go, go at it. Well, what, And one thing you would look at, look at the motion picture companies that are in here. Well, for you got Arena Football League, their league, the Arena Football One, and Tennessee Arena Football Association. Now, what do you think the likelihood is that those three different defendants have the same insurance company? I think it might be pretty high if there's a general insurance company that's representing these folks. And then you've got Walt Disney, Walt Disney Pictures, Paramount Pictures, Columbia Pictures, Columbia Pictures, Hybrid Productions. What's the likelihood that some of those defendants are represented by the same insurance company? Now, here's the deal. The insurance company can't hire one law firm to represent multiple different defendants because they may have different issues. So now you got different the interests. So now you have the insurance company has to hire multiple insurance uh, law firms to represent the multiple defendants and then it just becomes an accounting issue so you know and they start pointing fingers at each other yeah and in california we have joint and several liabilities so um that's also at play so here's that we we got let's go into what happened so um basically there are they they brought up that argument and the court found that that they they bring a motion to dismiss is that correct (laughs) which is to throw out their claim because they're saying wait a minute it's not us, Disney. It's the freaking 15 years of playing, you know, in the uh, Arena League. And like Cal brought out, he probably played four years of high school, probably played college somewhere. I'd like to look up to see where he played college. Uh, in fact, uh, Cal, you do that for me. You look okay, up what's his name again? Um, his name is, uh, hold, on, hold on, I have it right here. Last name is Hammond. Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Yeah, Daryl. D-A-R-R-Y-L Hammond. H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Okay. So the court found that plaintiffs, that is Hammond, sufficiently alleged the concealment and undisclosure claims about uh, damages to a person and concussions by basically hitting one another. They concealed the information. It was public at the time. They should have told them or at least gave them a warning and saying, look, here's the situation. You're going to hit each other and we're going to tell you to start hitting they should have known, knew or should have known at the time, that that causes concussions, and therefore the court held that, yes, they could proceed with this case, and yes, Disney, you're still involved. Right, because Disney should uh, had access to the medical studies that were available on concussions, and they did not, um, they didn't provide that information to right. Hammond. Cal, where do you play football? Well, he was a, he was a defensive back. Oh, had a 16-year career, the longest in Arena League history, wow. and also receiver played at uh, Essex High School and Ferrum College as a wideout in the DB. Yeah, yeah. Def- yeah he, he looks nice. bigger than that in the picture. He had a lot of he had a lot of yards receiving. He uh, he was like he was a two-way player in the Arena Football League, mm-hmm. but um, double the concussions. Yeah, right. you know, and, and and so yeah the. Defendants bring a motion to dismiss this lawsuit because you haven't even stated a claim in a lot of your stuff. Right. Your, your pleadings right. are defective. And um, it's interesting how the judge ruled. Well, the judge also ruled to allow punitive damages, which is another thing. So that he did not. They try to get the punitive damages thrown out. The judge says, nope, punitive, which is punishment damages. And that's where the money is. It's not what the value of his case is. 
you want to punish Disney and the arena football, and the judge, that's the scary thing. And the judge also denied the argument that this is just a work comp claim. That's exactly right. So, no, this is more than that. We're going to be back and talk a little about TikTok and Nicki Minaj. What an interesting scenario, huh? We will have more Radio Law Talk coming up that hopefully will be as just similar interest to you right after we take a break here on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and 
and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti purpurium juris consult. That's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Stop whining. That is Armadillo. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. We're back here. Remember, we're uh, talking about general topics of law. Seek legal advice. We're not uh, shooting legal advice to you. Uh, Only use us in times of desperate need when the in-laws are around. You can quote us. Do not quote us in a court of law. Read our disclosures at www.radiolawtalk.com. Our phone number is 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. We were going to get into the Nicki Minaj issue. Uh, We have TikTok we want to talk about, but let's talk about Nicki Minaj because we were discussing that uh, during the break quite a bit. she could say she was the rap queen. Okay, which one is this one, Cal? Which one's this one? Tracy Chapman? Who's this? Nick Dickey. Definitely not my style of music. Or it's Todd's. Todd's break dancing in here. I am. All right, got that one. Now, what's Tracy Chapman? I, I can't twerk anymore. I'll throw my back Is out this again. Tracy Chapman? Wait. Oh, these are nearly identical. Sorry. I love that song. They must have one? the same producers. Yes. <laughs> I love Tracy Chapman. Oh, she's very good. I've never heard this song before. And that's okay. Now, this now, now, do, now do Nicki Minaj. They're suing each other, by the way, as we're talking. Oh, oh it sounds just like it, Todd. Cal, play the, play the new song. I don't want the old one. Play the new... Oh, wait, this is the new one? Oh, it's so similar. It's Beyonce Sorry featuring Nikki. Are they saying the same words? So, I don't know. I don't know. What they, what no, no, no. Sorry, her song, Nicki Minaj's Sorry is with um, Nas. Nas, N-A-S. 
So it's not Beyonce. Well, this so. is the video where they had Beyonce and Nikki doing oh, it together no. because all the others were pulled. I couldn't yeah. get them. So. Yeah. Well, the, look, oh, look the, long, the long and short of it here is Tracy Chapman had released a song okay. in the past called Sorry. A while ago. A when, while, when was it released? Yeah, a long time ago. No, Baby Can I Hold You is what it was called, but it just starts out sorry, right? Yeah, so it has the word sorry in mm-hmm. it, and that's the way that it goes. And so Tracy Chapman has this, and part of Tracy Chapman's way that she monitors her own brand and her own music is she always, before granting a license to another artist to sample and to use part of it, would like to hear what um, how it's going to be used. And Nicki Minaj and her camp had made repeated requests to Tracy Chapman to use part of this song and in a new compilation by Minaj called Sorry, and Tra- Chapman said, no, I, I don't want to license it. I, I don't like the way it's being used. Yeah, it's not. It's not the, yeah. to her liking, and it's and not, she's the original, you know, owner of this song. She owns the copyright on this song, and Nikki wanted to mix it with her own brand because that's what Nikki does. She kind of mixes things up obviously. and puts them together. Yeah, musical incest, so to speak. But I think I think the issue. <laughs> well, but, but the but the, but the, <laughs> the, the, the well, issue here is. I'm just saying, isn't that kind of you know. so? The issue here to to cut to the quick is that. Chapman said, thank you for asking, no, and Minaj did it anyway. Well, did it right away? So how well, she, quick she, after? They went back and forth and did it anyway, and then there's this issue here about how the song, Minaj's song that used the sampling from Chapman, actually was released even after Chapman had said, no, I, I, don't, I don't want you to use it. And so a copyright lawsuit ensued, and recently there was a decision by the judge is who essentially ruled against Chapman wow. claiming that her music was fair use. And and argue and, and putting putting so what in her, copyright well, then? that was in a, just a preliminary ruling. It's still it, headed it, for trial. It was it was in the summary judgment. And so in summary yeah. judgment they ruled the judge ruled in Minaj's favor on the fair use issue. Right. And and said, and I quote, let's see, uh Chapman has requested samples of proposed work before approving licensing request because herself because she wanted to see how her work will be used before approving the license. That does not sound unreasonable to me. Okay, yet Chapman argues against this very practice she maintains. A ruling uprooting those common practices would limit creativity and stifle innovation within the music industry. Personally, I think the judge got it absolutely wrong. I, I totally agree yeah. with I mean, you, Todd. If you want to stifle creativity, if you want to stifle creativity within the music industry, remember, we're talking about creativity here, creating something out of nothing. Original. Then go ahead and tell every artist, yeah, if you create something, anybody else can use it. You'll see the creativity right. be stifled and That's come right. to a halt quickly. Right. So the question really is... Did Nicki Minaj infringe upon Tracy Chapman's copyright? Okay. I don't think there is, did, is any issue no. of fair use at all. I think the all. question That's... is, did Tracy Chapman say no? And if she did, then your question answers itself. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Okay, here's yeah. fair use. Let's get let's tell people what fair use is. Fair use, and this is NOLO. And, and, and sometimes if you're an attorney or not an attorney, you want to look something up really quick, NOLO, believe it or not, is kind of a cool 
quick synopsis, and this is makes it simple so we can explain it. Fair use is the right to copy a portion of copyrighted work without permission because your use is for a limited purpose, such as for educational use in a classroom, or to comment upon something, criticize, parody the work being samples. Oh, like uh, a soundbite used in, a, in sound a, bite. a late show or something like that. You, sure, you, right. you, okay. You've always heard that, you know, oh, to use it, you can use just use 10, 15, or 30 seconds of music without an obligation. Um, but, you know, there's it just all depends. But the, the point is, is, is uh, you know, otherwise there would be lawsuits constantly of someone just using a quick portion of something. So I have a question because um, Nicki Minaj's, her song is called Sorry, right? Well, there's another song out there that was done in uh, 2018 by Halsey that's called Sorry. So can you have the same name like that? Isn't that also a copyright violation? Well, it depends on whether or not you can copyright the word sorry. Yeah, if that'd be just, difficult. If it's just word. so widely used. I think there was a Canadian song called Sorry. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, look, it's interesting when you look at the. I personally, I smell a rat with these copyright lawsuits, and and it's a it's, publicity rat. Yeah, because the minute the lawsuit gets filed, notice that it happens after a song has come out and album sales may or may not be what they want. They want to revitalize it. Chapman wants to go ahead. Well, if you're going to do that, how do I promote my other song? Well, just go ahead and sue me. And then the then the fact that there's a lawsuit will raise awareness and, you know, we'll both make money hand over fist. And I, that, Why wouldn't Chapman, man, Nicki Minaj doing it? Yeah, I'll do it. Give me 50% of the revenue. You know, I mean, uh, shoot, think of the or, money. Or how, that... how, whatever the percentage of the song my work is, if it's 15%, give me that much. But the question is, if this happens and the lawyers did it at the behest of their clients, a publicity suit, do they get 10%, you know, an agent's fee, or do they, <laughs> or do they go back to the traditional rate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the very low $850 an hour traditional rate in Southern yeah. California. Well, that's a good point. But I mean, for, uh, you know, publicity agents, they don't, they just get a small portion don't they by comparison pretty much I, I i just look this is again another lawsuit for on a copyright basis and the net result is the lawyers are going to win and the album sales for both songs are going to go That's up exactly so. right. hey when we come back third hour join us if uh, don't forget you can go to www.radiolawtalk.com if they're going to shut us off on your radio station we're going to talk about uh, tiktok lawsuit we're also going to talk about tiffany's and Louis Vuitton lawsuit. This one's interesting because the amount of money we're going to talk about in this lawsuit, I, it's hard to even say the amount of money. We'll be back after this. Mm. Stay tuned. That's coming up on Radio Law Talk. You will not want to miss a minute of it at radiolawtalk.com or back here on the station. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 974-9490. There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-274-9490. That's 800-274-9490. 800-274-9490. 